Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the Crubcast. Yes, we are 18 episodes in. I am flanked by street dancers. Um, Sean, Wolf Chaos on. Me, yes. I am a street dancer, and I get paid to do that every Tuesday. How's it going? I can't imagine that pays very well, but I'm glad you're giving it to us for free. Uh, above well, me, the usual dancer. Nico, all hail buckets. Hi, how are you? What's up, gamers? I'm oh. good, dude. How about you? Yeah. I'm all right. And of course, <laughs> the soul of dance, Moriarty, Mr. Exert. How are you? Every day is a holiday. How are you, Chris? I think, I, I think we have to stop normalizing Mr. Exert. I think people will actually start taking it seriously that the is more we do it. <laughs> yeah. Super not the name of my, my brand. That's correct. Yes. Moriarty. So. Thank you. It'll happen again. It will happen again, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm used to it. Hundred percent. Well, we we will also flank it with the uh, real uh, pronunciation as well. Always at Very really good. cool on YouTube. Uh, yeah, really, dude, really cool. I feel like I've talked to some of you recently and some of you not recently. Um, in case it's been a while since you've been on the show, how's everyone doing? Nico, what have you been up to? I'm vibing, man. I've been playing Armored Core Six. Really like that game. Really, mm. really like that game. Um, the heat wave has finally died down, so I'm uh. My new hobby is sweating slightly less. Um, Good. <laughs> uh, and other than that, dude, I've been like, I don't know. I've been thinking I want to get into stand up recently. And so I'm trying to like maybe start oh writing a set for that. I don't know. Go do some open mics, maybe. So I've been thinking about thinking that for a while. I know. I've been thinking. Well, no, I'm thinking about it more seriously now. Like I've actually started like writing some stuff down. So good. I think yeah. you should go to an open mic night and I think we'll all come. And we'll clap for everyone but you. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, you do live stream. Uh, we could live Why? stream that to uh, the Crub Patreon. Yeah, oh, there you yeah. go. Actually, that'd be great. Put, put like, I'll write a type five and make that my uh, Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Sean, what have you been into? Uh, been working a lot. Uh, I've actually gotten back into making music with one of my buddies. Um, we're actually producing some music right now. I'm currently oh. editing stuff, but it's been a lot of fun. Creative endeavors are yeah. blossoming as we head into the autumn is what I'm hearing. I've done yeah, nothing, me, so I'm living through you two, I guess. <laughs> it is so frustrating to I have not re I have not put in yeah, put new strings on my guitar in the longest time. Mm. So yeah, not a fan of it. I've never been a fan of it. So like having to remember how to do everything, awful. Oh, Three it's out of the 10. worst. It's the worst. It. Truly the worst process. Next to setting up a drum kit. Setting up a drum kit is the worst process in music. The second mm. worst is sitting down at the drums, uh, the drum kit, and the third worst is um, restringing your guitars. So I feel I, I would say tuning the drums is higher because sometimes uh, those drums can be a little. I put icky. that in the in the setup phase. Yeah. Okay. Then yes, I fully. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've mm -hmm. had that happen before. Never thought about how you set up a drum. Right, it's just something I've never sat down and thought about. In my mind, it's just you take the drum and out it, and then you hit it. I never thought no, about yeah. the. Uh... Here's the thing: is depending on uh, who's drumming, people like their setup a certain way. Like me, I liked uh, like to have like everything like the toms be like closer to me. I like to have like the uh, the cymbals like on top. It was. I, I'm I'm a how do I want to word this? Stupid when it comes to my drums. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna oh, go with okay. Angle. 
No, me too. Yeah. Honestly, I, I'm also kind of stupid when it comes to the drum set because I have my like, I have my snare, and then I'll have my like middle tom and my very high tom, and then the low toms, and so that's oh, um, I like that just for phrasing, like musical phrasing ideas because yeah. I, I like I play a pretty melodic game on the drums. You know, it's um, mm. it, it's pretty cool. If you ask me, pretty cool. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Kind of cool. cool, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, Moriarty, you know, Moriarty, what have you been up to? Yeah, Moriarty. I figure you've been in uh, video production hell, maybe. But you've been doing anything aside from that? I've been in video production hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm working on a, a 12 hour long video uh, that maybe I might be able to become like, like cut down to 11 and a half hours. I don't know yet. I have finally got two out of the five stages 100 percented. Um coming along i hope it'll be out in the next two weeks uh if i can just kind of get it all finished it's uh it's been a project that's taken me nine months <laughs> i have been working on this since december it's this video could have a just, baby yeah right like legitimately it's insane uh and i'm really excited to get it down like done and out and and, and done and done. <laughs> uh, also, Baldur's Gate, of course. Uh, Great game. Yes. Of, oh, of course, dude. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess uh, the idea is the last two episodes of the show have been pretty structured, weird things, right? We had the Steam review guest game. We made a cryptid last week. That was fun. So I was just like, you know, maybe this, just do something a little more normal this time. Just kind of hang and a little yeah. more freeform, shoot the shit kind of deal. But I did want to bring kind of a overarching topic today which was just something i don't know I, i've been thinking a lot about my mortality as i'm approaching 30 and with that having to finally process a lot of things that suck about growing up that either no one warned me about or no one warned me about in actual detail right mm. like i was never given why i should dread something like a credit score or an HOA or tax season or anything like that. So I was like, this seems like the right crew to get together that would just go, you know what? Actually screw all this crap. Um, the one I wanted to bring with me first, if I may, Mm -hmm. something no one warned me would suck about growing up is the competency of adults in the workplace. I think (laughs) as a kid, I had a very, um, misguided assumption that once you become an adult and hit a certain threshold of age and then enter the workforce, you are proficient and good, skilled, and generally trustworthy. And mm-hmm. I think I, I got hit with this in my first job pretty quick. And really, it's only increased as time has gone on that every major company, especially in the world that has a lot of people, it's a miracle that most of them work uh, from what I've seen. There's always just the right people in higher positions that are BSing or not working or doing something to a point where you scratch your head and go, how does this work? And Mm -hmm. my example for me, like to me, this is where it first started clicking into place. My first job was a quality control job at an automobile parts stamp manufacturing plant. And that involved a lot of measuring parts as they were stand for the machines to make sure they were in the right dimensions. It seemed very serious. I was very nervous about getting this job. And uh, about a month in, I felt like I understood all the equipment we have to use, all kinds of like, um, I don't even remember, micrology? There's like a term for the art of measuring 
these things, but it was about a month in where the guy I sat next to in the department finally leaned over and was like, Hey, you want to see something cool, Chris? And I was like, Oh yeah. You know, I thought he was going to talk to me about weed or something. Cause he's quite a old hippie type. He's like, go to this folder and open up cheat sheet.xlsx. And I was like, what? So I go and open it up and there's an entire cheat sheet that you can type a number in basically per part we manufactured, right? And then it would auto-generate numbers to put into our spreadsheet that we <laughs> track our recordings. And so you then, could fake it. So we could fake yeah. it and save time and not do a lot of the measuring. <laughs> and then these numbers would then be submitted to our external partners and companies and all these things. These are put into cars. They're part of safety Shit, dude, oh my um, God. standards <laughs> and things that could save lives, would say broadly. Norm it was around this point where I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, this dude. place is weird. Thinking like this just me, be a one-off. I'm in West Virginia. Maybe we just say screw it here. But um, the best is whoever made that could make. And I, I've been talking about financial models a lot, but like whoever made that could make a pretty darn good Monte Carlo sim financial model because it uses the same like randomizing technique around the normal distribution. I assume that's how they they did it because I, I assume it that probably just generated a random number between um you know yeah zero point one and zero point two. Well, right. Well, remember, remember was yeah per to part, go it in just generate to be in the safety spec, right? Like they have to have it distributed in a certain way, and so I would imagine to not get maybe. Well, and this is all jokes, haha, funny. Don't um you know uh, haha, funny. This is all uh, uh made up, um and lies, but <clears throat> okay. Uh, to, in order to not tip off the statistical systems that would be measuring the quality control and not get any like outliers, right? Obviously, you can have your numbers set between a range, but then if nothing pops out, it's kind of suspicious, right? And so if you have a, everything normally distributed, well, well yeah, but see, the thing is, in, is like, that, the that you're not including there, Nico, is that some yeah. people like Chris were doing their job creating the outliers. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so you have, side you have a whole bunch of people in the middle who are just creating <laughs> things that are with that are underneath the circle, right? They're under the the the, the curve. So they're perfectly fine because they're under the curve and yeah. they don't get caught out. And then you have somebody like Chris who occasionally will be like, "Hey, this one's wrong." And they're like, "Oh, look, the system is working beautifully. In yeah. fact, in fact, our technology, our hardware, everything's so perfect." <laughs> Let's keep doing it, dude. The amount of times that came in with an improper out of spec part to go to my supervisor and have him be like, Yeah, that's fine. And it's like, Well, wait, <laughs> why does it say bad in the spreadsheet? It's like, Oh, well, it's bad, but it's like fine bad. It's like shippable bad. You know, we don't need uh, to yeah. recalibrate the press due to this. I was just like, What? But uh, don't yeah. go into cars that we drive. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's so good. I was that's like, so oh. good. I have Dude. I have lots of stories like that that I can't talk about because they're big named people, but I mm. can tell you that there are there are cars out there that you shouldn't get into. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you that there. So I used to work for finance. I uh, worked for a mega corporation with mm. a valuation well into the trillions, and. Um, yeah, I mean, the things you learn, right, about, like, the competency of people, uh, most of them are just going to work and not caring, and it's shocking how much they can destroy your life by not caring. Especially mm -hmm. when we're talking about, like, 
mortgages. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I watched one guy lose his house um, because he he couldn't find a ATM uh, that they would accept. Right. Wow. Because this particular finance company only accepted a cash deposit, and they don't have locations in that state. <laughs> so in order to make a deposit, you have to go and, you know, put it whatever. And he showed up at their headquarters <laughs> with cash and they closed on his house the next day. Wow. Mm. <clears throat> oh, my God. That's I mean, like these things, they happen, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it no, is out sure. there. Dude. Yeah. Well, and here's here's the thing. Right. And you know what sucks is that for me, I've had sort of the opposite problem where. Uh, I made an oopsie by going into a field where, uh, and it's, it's not a real oopsie. I'm making a joke there, but, um, I went into a field where everyone, uh, generally is not like that. Like everyone is, has a lot of like integrity for what they do. And, um, okay. You went into a field in a position where people care about what they do. Well, but here's, (laughs) well, so here's the, here's the problem, right? Okay. Um, so, well, first of all, uh, I miss being around business people. My, um, my position used to be under like finance and now it got moved under like the data analytics organization. Right. Mm -hmm. And under finance, people will accept what you say and they'll not question it. And I really value that because then I can, I have the freedom to sort of make a mistake and then go back and correct it and say, Hey, I improved the model here. It is right. But um, under under the data analytics organization, everybody knows what they're doing, and they're all really, really, <laughs> really smart people that I work with, who I like okay. quite a lot. Um, but I work in an industry where it's not critical. Uh, you know, like I don't work in I don't work in pharmaceuticals, I don't work in medical, I don't work in automotive or mm. or uh, machinery or anything where the the slightest. Um, you know, error in, in your data. No one's going to die from your product. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, that to me is, I'm like, but I see, I still see people working 24 seven around the clock all the time, Mm uh, and trying to get things like done, 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 done by deadlines, deadlines, deadlines. And I'm like, well, for, for what, like, who's, who's to say I can't push this back like a couple hours or a day or whatever. (laughs) So that's my problem. Right. No one, you have the inverse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's too good at their job near Nico. Right, just, yeah, I understand. Like, this is um, this is not something I typically have to deal with anymore, but I did deal with it for a long time, so I super understand. Middle management has a negative connotation for both above and below for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. You know, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like, there's um, I just feel like there's not a lot of empathy flying around uh in in the workplace right now, just in general. Um, and I feel like, you know, maybe to a certain point, um, Chris, the example that you gave is, is more empathetic to the workers because it's like, it's giving you your time back, but less empathetic to maybe the consumer where it's like, okay, yeah, we can ship it with this. And it, uh, it would cost the company less to replace this one thing than it would to, um, recalibrate the presses for, for everything subsequent that comes out well that calculation happens with everything right like every car that goes out they look at the number of of deaths that will occur and determine whether or not it's cheaper to fix it yeah or to pay out for that was a huge thing that happens like toyota toyota and um uh 
Toyota and I think Ford had one with the Pinto. But then well, Toyota so had two of them. Toyota had two the Toyota with the one. Pedal. Just to, to clarify, because I think it's really fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> it did not, in fact, have any gas panels get stuck. Not a single one. Mm-hmm. People would freak out. Primarily, older people would freak out. Primarily in states like Florida, they would freak out and they would go to slam on the the brake. But the the gas and the brake pedals are slightly to the left in a Prius. So it would slam uh, on the brake and slam down on the gas and go, why isn't it stopping? And then slam into a wall somewhere. And mm. that's really funny. <laughs> I mean, that feels like poor, like that feels like a bad design choice, right? Like to make it where oh, it's yeah. like, oh, thousands of people have force of habit by putting uh, their feet in this spot. Let's move it. Yes. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it was. And they, they were, I forget, trying to make it more uh, equal or even or less less stress or something like that. It's one of those things that reminds me. So um, the, the U.S. military at one point, they went through this huge standardization process where they started averaging everything in order to make it so that planes would be cheaper to create because they're, you know, a billion dollars to make a plane. It's absolutely insane how expensive a a military jet is. And so they wanted to lower the cost of the cockpits by some amount. And they went through this huge process and they averaged every single pilot, right? And they got all their, everyone, every single pilot in the entire armed forces. And they built a cockpit that was perfectly designed for this average person. And they saw that the number of crashes went up by some significant uh, uh, percentage of, of or, or, or uh, multiple of 10, right? So it went up like by 10 or by 100 or by 1,000. It went up by some multiple of 10. Oh. It was an insane number of accidents. Planes are crashing, falling out of the sky. And, and they're asking the pilots what's happening. They're like, I don't know. I'm doing everything right, but it just everything's wrong. And I, whatever, I go and I click something and it's the wrong button. So what had happened is... I think this is one of those things that like once you you kind of internalize it, it really does change how you look at things. They looked at the number of pilots who were within the average percentages and the number of pilots that could be average was zero. (laughs) (laughs) That never happens, dude. That never happens. It always happens because the averages are not individuals, right? So you might have uh, if the average height is five, eight. Right. And we say, okay, the average height is five, eight. Lots of people will be five, eight. But now if we say the average height is five, eight with arms that are 60 inches long, right? Like mm-hmm. you suddenly go, oh, well, that's a, a, a wingspan that not a lot of people actually have even at five, eight. Yeah, those are so really even though short it is arms. the average, right? <laughs> even though it would be the average. Mm. <laughs> Dude, it's imagine, not an average that any one person actually is imagine, I think that's really fascinating imagine being 5'8 and just having each arm 4 inches shorter than it should be <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so like as you look at these things very few people are, are actually within the averages as you add more averages Yeah. right so if we add the average number or the average height the average arm length the average leg length if we add the average torso length we add the average distance between eyes no one fits into that category anymore because we're all weird mutants. Yeah. Very oh, true. man. Sean, how do you, do you have any stories like this, Sean? Uh, with work? Because I have plenty. Yeah. Uh, so. Or, any, or thoughts, at least. I mean, do I'm have just any here. thoughts in there? Uh, no. Are there no any thoughts, thoughts at all? Empty. No, like. 
Same. So for me, uh, what I do now is very different than what I used to do. So like, I I'm in the uh, mental health field of my job. So there's a lot of empathy within that field. Uh, granted, that's not everybody, and that's not always the higher ups, unfortunately, because it is healthcare, and healthcare is the devil. Um, mm-hmm. But with that said. Uh, it's much better than I used to work for AT&T and AT&T made me the most miserable I've ever been in my entire life because they specifically would tell me to lie to people about certain things. Um, and you guys were talking about averages and what have you, and they would have me talk about averages like, oh, if you do this deal for like these many years, this will be your average. Um, and the average sounds fine. It's like, oh, that's only like a hundred bucks for like three years. That's not bad. But what they don't tell you is the first year is like 60 bucks. And then the next year is like one twenty. Mm, and they, yeah. um, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It's just, I, the, the first job I ever had was I worked at subway. Um, and it was under the table, probably not legal, but also I was 15. So I didn't know any better. I was just <laughs> told, Hey, here's a job. And I took it. Um, but the final day that I worked there, cause I was working there during the summer, uh, this is whenever I realized, oh yeah, everything sucks. Uh, it was my final day. Someone came in, uh, ski mask and all to rob the store. I, we were specifically told, you know, don't do anything. We don't have to say, I opened up everything and I walked out the back. Um, and everybody clapped. No, uh, I'm just I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. As, as I start, as I walked out the back, uh, the guy took off his ski mask and he was actually one of my co-workers. He's like, oh, no, we're just playing a prank. We're just playing a prank. And I was like, no, I'm out. That's and not I just a walked good. Out. That's not, not a good prank. It was my last day. Prank. So I just left. Um, Dude. And now what? I think it's a perfect time to transition into our sponsor element, AT&T and Subway. Hey, are you hungry? I am. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I, I do still eat Subway, though. I won't lie. Oh, yeah. Good. No, all the time. I'm with you. Yeah. Not all the time, but I, I will eat it. Uh, it's convenient. It's it's by a gym I go to, so I'll like yeah. go there, grab something. It's like, all right, this is my lunch for two days. Dude, I don't I'm know like- that I would consider that to be like mildly upset, though, right? Like... Here's something we didn't know would suck when we got older. Just yeah. everybody <laughs> being yeah, robbed yeah. by my coworkers. Is being a prank. robbed. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well no. So actually, that would suck. so actually, well, here's my thing. Right, here's something that actually I'm gonna flip reverse this and say I did realize it would suck is pranks because Mm. I was never on board when I was a child. I like hated the concept of punked. Um, because I was like, okay. well, you're like making you're leading somebody to like believe something that and putting them into a situation where like yeah it might be understandable that they're gonna be their worst selves like what do you expect yeah. from zach braff when when you're like keying his yeah. Porsche or whatever right like it's Would and, and you feel better knowing that that's almost certainly all faked actually yes i would yeah i, I would. can <laughs> almost guarantee you that everything they did on punk was faked i see i don't think punk was but i think a lot of the ones after are faked i mean not like like scare tactics i think is real and most of them are fake just because of liability right yeah just liability alone how can you go into justin timberlake's house and take his stuff yeah right because if he calls the police you go to jail right the better stand in um, for this may be like all the social media pranks and well those those are stuff like that right like yeah they they fake a lot of it too um and the real ones are the ones where they get guns pulled on them Yeah. yeah 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 
you know, so that's I mean, Impractical Jokers, I think, is real. But those are not really pranks. They're well, like they're, yeah, they're not pranking. They're yeah. sending out their own friends yeah. like they're pranking themselves. Right. They're which just, is yeah, totally different. Themselves. And yeah. I think that's maybe why that one's and like. I don't know. I, I never really I, I agree. I was never really big on pranks. I like like say jackass and that type of thing, but that was more... same sort of thing though. They're doing it to themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's that, totally that's different why I like you're jumping into well, a bush. Not always, because sometimes they would involve like the the population by, you know, running down just in you know, your underwear by being chased by a monkey uh with an airsoft gun getting <laughs> shot at. Um yeah. I mean, right, that's, that's just still like, you right, right in public. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah. I mean, that's it's no just different people... than a TikToker dancing in a mall. You yeah. Know? Like, that's just mm. p- the funny part then is people reacting to it and not like messing up people's day. But mm-hmm. I digress. Um, mm. Something that I, another thing that I didn't realize would be this hard growing up is time management. Ooh. Where like, mm. you know, you guys are all going so very serious today. <laughs> like, like I've oh, got my list of worry. things, and well, they're we need to, all like we need to close. I got, we need to close on the on the best ones, right? We got to, ah, you know, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because got to get people, got to get that retention, baby. Um, and speaking <laughs> of retention, Chris, you want to do the plug? I went. It- Thanks. I had a good one set up. I was just waiting for a good moment. I guess now's the Sorry. one. Something that no one told me would suck about growing older was all the constant plugs. And everything you consume ever. But if you're new here, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel at Crub Official. Uh, it's a weird inflex uh, crossroads point because we usually stream these live on twitch.tv slash crub underscore official. But we might be moving over to YouTube to stream the show every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. So uh, just go follow both just to be safe. We're, yeah. a little, we're a little spontaneous. If you want an audio version, go to crub. Org, if you'd like to support us, because you just can't get enough of us talking about deathly, morbid, uh, mortality-inducing <laughs> topics, you can go to patreon.com slash crub. For more existentialism. For more yeah. existentialism, such as Nico and Justin talking about all three seasons of Ted Lasso, an Apple TV product. Um, for $5 a month for a limited time, you can get in at the founder tier, you get our show early. You can get stream archives, exclusive content like that. We're playing every Mario Party board ever over time. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, did I hit everything? I think that's everything. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm showing everybody music. I'm showing, uh, I'm introducing music to our non-music friends on the Patreon. So okay. yes. go watch that. Yeah, do that. Fun. Make it happen. Yeah, one more thing we're, we're, we'll no, it's in out. progress. Uh, we do more than just the podcast, I should say, because we're getting into big video game release season. So over on our YouTube, you'll find audio discussions of games like Starfield, the Pokemon Scarlet Violet DLC that's coming out in two hours as of recording, Spider-Man 2, Sonic Superstars. So even if you're just an audio listener, come check out the YouTube now and then. We'll have some other stuff for you to listen to. Nico. God, I I did not realize that there was anything Pokemon coming out. I have a group chat that's going to be lighting up in in a a little while. You you Um, should mute that as soon as you can because it's about to (laughs) I am going to mute it immediately after we're done here. Oh, you should do it before actually. Well, dude, I would, but we're on a podcast, dude. I'm not going to. What do you think? I'm going to take out my phone? Start texting on a podcast? Who would do such a thing? Hold on, let Um, me put my phone down. You just just turn it off. (laughs) You just, you just, you just turn the, th- you just put it on no, do not disturb. That's all you do. You don't yeah, have to text I, anybody. What do you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, but it involve a lot of like looking. Ready, ready. I'll do it right now. Like, I'll do it without even looking. 
Right, right, right. Well, I mean, maybe, I mean, you maybe you're the oh. superior, the superior. Maybe you're genetically superior to me, Sean. Uh, <laughs> maybe your I mean, neuroplasticity is yeah. more. <laughs> Sean has one eye under his chin that he can look at his phone with. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's um, why I have like a beard right now. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, you time do. management, dude. Sean, Sean said something about going to a gym, and I was like. Man, like I miss lifting. I miss working out, but like there's no time in the day. Like I get, you know, I I work a 9 to 5 job, right? And and sometimes that extends to like 9 to 5:30 or 9 to 6 even and like by mm. the time I get home, I'm exhausted. And then I don't want to go to a gym where there's a bunch of people who are on the same schedule and then I have to wait 2 hours for a machine and it's like it's hard to justify it's hard to justify going to seeing a movie like Oppenheimer where it's three hours. And so even then it's hard to justify going to a gym for three hours when you can do an hour and a half workout, you know, ostensibly when the gym is empty. And then I don't want to wake up early in the morning at like five in the morning to go and, and work out before work and then come mm -hmm. back and shower, you know, and then be sore all day. And it's just, it's a whole thing, dude, time management. And, and on top of that, uh, as you get older, I found that your network grows as well your network of friends and and mm. um and even for me like you know I, i've had we found some new family members recently and it's <laughs> it's like a whole thing right like it's um they were just uncovered off some yeah. shore somewhere it's like my god yeah oh, we there found was a guy him. there was a guy we thought was was dead there was a guy we thought was dead oh that's good. um but we found him okay. uh, and it's by found he, him i mean yeah. he never like went anywhere we just he, he just hadn't heard from him in a while but yeah no i, I, get I mean your point like, though because yeah. like that first job i mentioned especially right it got to a point where i was working 12 hours a day six days a week sometimes for stretches right mm -hmm. and i would wake up i would eat i would go to work i would come home decompress for like an hour maybe fall asleep and do it again and i got so depressed at that job i was like is this what this is no one warned me about this, but like to your point, right? Exactly. Like if you're working nine to five, you look at your evening. It's like, all right, I got to worry about dinner. I got to worry about catching up with the people in my life. Am I going to watch Christopher Nolan's Oppenhauer and take up three of the five hours for getting there and back just to watch him have sex three times? Maybe I forget what the count maybe. is in that movie, but it's three. Yeah. Time <laughs> management. Oh, one for each hour, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Like you get that's. It's kind of what I alluded to at the beginning, right? Like, you're not told in detail some of these things. Because my parents, at least, would sometimes be like, you better enjoy being a kid and having, like, your whole summer available while you have it. But they never gave me, like, a breakdown of, like, all right, well, when you get into a job, though, here's what your days are going to start to look like for me to process that and be like, I need to appreciate this. Yeah. And some no, things you just never appreciate while you have them, of course. But Yeah, I mean, and, and there's always the meme about, like, when you have time you don't have money and then when you have money you don't have time there's also that aspect of not being able to drive and not being able to um you know kind of fend for yourself unless you live near people who you like right like i didn't live mm -hmm. near my friends i didn't live within walking distance of my friends and so like i had to have a parent like drive me to my friend's house or whatever right and it was just like you know, there's that, but now I can get to my friend's house just fine, but everyone's working. Everyone's busy. <laughs> no emotional bandwidth. Um, mm. Sean, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, <laughs> how do I want to go about this? So for me, I have ADHD, so time management is awful for me. It's always been awful for me ever since I was like even little. Um, mm. 
I think about, okay, I need to do this. I need to do this at a certain time. And then I get engrossed in something else because I try to not allow myself to just focus on one thing. Because if I hyper focus on it, I'll just be sitting in my chair waiting for it to be time for me to do that thing and just wasting like two hours just sitting down. Um, so time management has always been an issue for me, even like as a kid. I don't. And then, you know, talk about networking and stuff, um, finding time to do things. I just don't sleep. I don't care. Like, <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I'm, my thing was whenever you brought up, you know, what are things that like, no one told you would suck. And my parents told me everything that would suck. They're like, yeah, you know, know, everything. They, they did not, they did not hold anything back. They told me about taxes. I learned how to do, I learned like formulas for taxes when I was in like ninth grade. Okay. I, it's because of the third eye under the chin credit scores. I was given like a, a bank account when I was 16 so I could save money into that and make sure all this. Um, I still have not touched my savings in that. Um, there's, uh, I don't know. There's so much stuff that like I was told would suck. And also I just never really got along with a lot of authority figures back in the day. Um, Ooh. like mall cops were not, eh, but obviously when you're 16, that's all you're really dealing with. Um, but mall cops, uh, people that were my bosses that were just dickheads to me that I just didn't get along with. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I say whatever i'm out but i don't know it's just throughout life i'm just like yeah things suck but i'm just having fun i'm just gonna roll with it because that's just kind of my outlook and yeah that's mm. about it that's about it yeah. see you so you had the good <laughs> path that some some of us oh no no adequately I, it was I, just, <laughs> I would well i wouldn't say it was a good path because i sean's yeah, a parents, lot of stuff happened sean's parents could see the future they had the third eye under the chin God, yeah, that that is actually that is our mutant power. We have a third eye under our chin. Yeah. I guess I should say, at least in this way, you were taught valuable skills and such. Oh yeah, yeah. There there were certain things I'm very thankful for that my parents taught me. Um, there were a lot of uh things that are still instilled within me uh, that they did teach me. However, time management was not one of them. Yeah, because one of my Moriarty. examples in my mind coming in today was credit scores. Right. Yeah. I. The only thing I knew about credit cards was from the Rocco's Modern Life episode where he gets a credit card and he thinks it's just yeah. money. And then, um, yeah. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Yeah, and he racks up so much debt at the end that they have to take everything back and I maybe to take his house at the point. So in my mind, I was just like, why would you ever get a credit card? That's stupid. Yeah. Right? Like, why would you need that? And it wasn't until I was 19, 20, trying to buy my first car that I Googled how to buy cars. Yeah. So and credit score came up and it turns out you need a credit score. And how do you build a credit score? You get a credit card. Uh, maybe, maybe some of my issues are just bad parenting, yeah. but I, I, I didn't know. I was just like, I just won't get one and worry about it. Right. My, my dad helped me get a Kmart credit card back in the day for crying out loud. But spe- speaking of credit, so this is a, a funny story that happened to me. Uh, yeah. K- Kmart credit card. Kmart. Um, Kmart credit card. Uh, so when I yeah, g- bought my first card with like card, not yeah, when I bought my first car, mm. um, you know, it was like, all right, this is my first car. I put like money down towards it, uh, paying monthly on it. I had it for literally three months. I get into an accident, head on collision. I have gap insurance. Thank God, or else I would have had this money that I didn't have. Uh, so I had started a new job then. 
and I need a car for this shop. Like it was within my contract. I need to have a ride there. I need to drive people, what have you. Mm-hmm. So I went back next month to try to get a car. And he was like, all right, so let's look at your credit score. We saw it last time. My credit score shot up because the bank saw that I got this $21,000 car and paid it off in like three months. They were like, oh, yeah, he wants another car. Absolutely. That's stupid. <laughs> um, That's so I got, a, I, I got a car that was uh, four years newer. Only cost me like $50 more a month. No money down. And it was the worst car I've ever had in my entire life. I hate yeah. this thing. I still have it. It's the car that you've all seen, and I despise this thing. It is a lemon. But ah. that but that showed me how much credit scores just like sometimes the banks are just like, oh yeah, you did something cool. All right, here's more stuff. Oh, it's money. That's Moriarty. Yeah. Moriarty, how about you? Do you whip a Hummer three? How's your credit score? <laughs> well, my credit is uh is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it's really, See, well, really he's good. the only one who really knows good. how it works out of, the, out of the four of us. I yeah, I do. I know exactly how it works. Yeah. Um, mm. So credit credit is all about your worthiness for credit, right? And so one of the things that's most important for worthiness is that you have credit. Uh, you have debt, right? Like somebody needs to choose to trust you and give you debt. And then you need to pay that off in order to show that you are you are worthy of debt. And if you don't have debt, then you have no credit. And uh, it's a little non-intuitive for some people because they look at it and they go, look, I have all this money, right? I have all this money. I'm clearly worthy of giving money to, but to a lender, you're not because you're, you're not borrowing money, right? Yeah. And um, one of the most interesting things about it is that you have to be generating profit for these companies to want to give you something. Right. It's the reason why if you want a really good deal on a car, I'm going to give you the number one way that you can do it. Uh, um, if you're paying in cash, you don't tell them that. <laughs> yes, yeah. you, just, you don't tell them that. Yeah. Yeah, you never like, say that. Like very seriously. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I come from a finance well, background, so I can so I can give uh, you the number two tip on how to um, save on a car. This is something my dad did. Steal uh, it. which is that no well no no so my dad was my dad was getting my cousin a car and they found a used one like on the side of our neighborhood or whatever um they went and like to talk to the guy and do negotiations right and my dad goes my dad goes this is my daughter and dude come on i have 18 kids i i really like i gotta put her th- she's gotta put herself through college i have 17 other kids who are younger than her so it's gonna be a lot of money she's the first oh, one boy. to have a car like come on man you you have to give me a break here and like he legitimately said that i'm an only child and my cousin is my cousin and not my sibling <laughs> so- <laughs> i would hope so <laughs> so my dad straight up so yeah i guess number two tip is lie yeah um, Apparently Don't. it works. How about do that? not do not do that. Do not defraud that, that, people. That can yeah. work. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not defrauding somebody to lie to them, uh, as long as you're not lying to them about something contractual, right? right. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. like that's a thing. The the car guy who's talking to you, he knows what he can do on that car. He knows yeah. how much he can give you. He knows whatever, right? So like, there is a a level of willingness to give up his $50 to you, right? Like I'm going to sell you this car and I'm going to make five or $600 off of selling you this, this car. Uh, I know I can give you 
some wiggle room on that. Oh, this is a used car. I know I'm going to make $1,500 off this, so I can drop that car $1,000, make 500 bucks. I'm still happy. You're way happier. Whatever. That's certainly in there. Uh, but but none of that really has to do with credit because credit is all about, again, proving that you have taken money and paid it back, right? There's a reason why uh, companies need credit too, right? I've taken money and I've given it back. And that's really kind of the most important part of getting a credit score. So if you want high credit, the very best thing you can do is get a credit card. And it can be a secured credit card. It doesn't matter, but you need revolving lines of credit that you are uh, consistently using and then paying so that you are showing that you are building and using this this credit. Um, get a credit card for 50 bucks. It doesn't matter, yeah. right? Put a pack of gum on it, pay it off after a month. You need to have a, a uh, um, um, you need to have a balance on it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't yeah. be zero. Mm -hmm. Hold it, put, buy a, a pack of gum, pay it off in a month. And, and you'll see that that credit score does, in fact, go off. Which is why I'm happy yeah. to bring you today's sponsor, the Crub MasterCard. Uh, if you sign up with the low link, crub.org slash plushie, you can get one and buy more than you need and never pay it off. So we make money. Yeah. Oh put, put that link God. in your browser. Yeah, dude, we got like 50% interest on that thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, really Mor Moriarty, Moriarty, you said that you brought a couple in for us, a couple of uh, uh, things you didn't think would suck. All, All right. right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm honed in. Tell me what doesn't suck. Wait, hold on. I Recipe videos. <laughs> where a 30-second dish takes 10 minutes to expl uh, explain because clearly we're okay. all dying to hear about your soul-searching journey through the quinoa fields. Okay. Seriously, yeah, I, I don't care about your summer in Tuscany, your grandma's sage wisdom, mm -hmm. or how this soup magically saved your marriage. What's next? The zucchini's astrological sign? <laughs> Just tell me how to avoid food poisoning and we'll call it a win. Mm -hmm. oh my, my dinner God. is literally burning while you're filibustering about organic sage. Mm -hmm. See, but I, I counter with this. Okay. And not that I disagree, I do agree, but I counter with this. Um, in a recipe video, you don't have to read. They tell you. They just tell you what's. But in they the tell dish. you. They tell you more unnecessary things. Depends on the recipe video. Me. I guess yeah. I don't but know. I've never said, really ones... watched one. You the only recipe videos I've ever watched is Yummy Boy, and that's because of you people. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I watch a lot of cooking YouTube, ironically, but not not the ones that Moriarty's talking about. I know what you're talking about, and I agree strongly. They're terrible. Like, yeah. Nobody explained to me that trying to just figure out how to make a, a thing of 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 you know um, croque madame is going to suck. Nobody explained this to me. Nobody's gonna explain that when I want to make a nice thing of shoe. Oh, guess what it's gonna be? I'm gonna be looking at it, going wait. wait Wait, wait, why am I learning about your stupid experience when you were 17 and the boy whose love you lost? Hold the frig up. That sounds what great. The, what, what is croque madame and shoe? Well, shoe is French for, for something, um, <laughs> but they're little, they're little cookies filled with, um, filled with cream. They're little, little cream cookies. They're really nice. And a croque madame <laughs> is a sandwich that you would probably really enjoy. It's um, it's like egg and ham with Gruyere cheese and a, like a like a nice bechamel sauce. Mm. Do you have that a recipe video good. you can send, Nico? 
you know what? I can find the worst one if you'd like. Yeah, I yeah. want that. I want that specifically. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be yes. surprised that recipe videos exist. I've just always Googled the text versions that do the same thing, but it's a lot easier to scroll down through yeah. it. So I've never yeah. sat and thought And they're about still awful. Even scrolling down, the first 35 pages of it is about when I was a young girl, I went and I don't care. Yeah. No, that's the popping stuff. up in there. Yeah, but that's the stuff that I don't like is when there's like a ton of ads and stuff on like the web page and then I have to like scroll through and like try and parse what information is important. Whereas mm -hmm. if I if I watch people who I I trust to not do that, which they don't, mm -hmm. um, I can see what the what the food should look like as the process goes on. And so it's not just me like guessing like, is this lamb done? Is it cooked? You know, I can't tell. Um, I can't tell because I, I forgot to buy a meat thermometer. That's true, by the way. I forgot to buy a meat thermometer. You should get one. They're like a dollar. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm actually disappointing well, you right now. But I need a good one. I need a good one because the ones that I've had in the past didn't come so up to temp. My favorite meat thermometer is the meter. <laughs> yeah. It's See, M E A T E R. This it's is really good. It yeah. connects to your phone, and you can put in exactly how you want it cooked, and it'll set off an alarm when it's done. Oh, oh see, that's awesome. The ones yes. that I had like wouldn't come up to temp fast enough. Like by the time I would stick them in, the steak would go from medium rare to medium well, and I'm like, bro, like you're supposed to give me that reading. Like, come on, you know, like it's not like I hate when it goes up. When it has when it's at room temperature, you stick it in the like the I'm cooking a steak in this example, and then it mm. takes like two. It goes like you know oh sixty nine like seventy five nice. seventy six seventy seven. I'm like take your yeah oh all day we have all day to cook this steak. Uh, yeah, you've had a lot of. Adventures. I would extend it perhaps to all tutorials, right? Like all yeah. tutorials that include too much bullshit, where it's like, look, I just want to know how I take this door handle off. Oh. I, I don't need a thirty-five minute long video about the history of door handles. I just need to take this door handle off. Why the fuck? Why? Why? You, what do you mean? You don't love going onto YouTube and looking up how to beat this boss? You get, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to an exciting episode yeah. of X Gamer X, where <laughs> we're going to look into how to defeat this boss. First of all, don't forget to like and subscribe, and also we have it's merch surreal. in the comments. Surreal. You're going to get us it content too, ID'd for too this. Real. Yeah, actually. I've had it's the okay. other thing. I, I mean, listen, listen, I'm going to be the one content IDing us. Alright, it's thing, my stuff. Well, the thing that goes <laughs> hand in hand with this to just tag on to shitty tutorial videos and things like that are um, when there are too many um, models of a certain type of thing and you need one specific model, like a dishwasher, for example. Okay, I need to change the filter on my dishwasher, right? Okay. I look up like, you know, I look up like a GE dishwasher, right? And then there's like 5 billion GE dishwashers. You can't tell which one you have because you didn't buy it. And, um, and then they, they keep giving you like five to eight videos of the wrong thing or articles of the wrong thing because there have been so many GE dishwashers. And instead of standardizing something, they uh, they right. didn't. Chris, Chris I, you were going to say a, a bunch of stuff earlier and you got cut off a lot. So what were you going to say? A whole bunch of stuff. Get ready. This is going to be yeah. very worth it. I had all <laughs> I've had all of these you were problems. Say a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I've had all of these problems rolled together into one broken down with my car a few separate times over the years, right? Whatever issue is happening is happening. I have the model thing where I will find mostly videos about the year range outside of mine 
and then something is ostensibly different to where I can't exactly match it, right? And then when I do find the model and make, I again I come from like the gaming scene where all this tutorial stuff. I'm just kind of like, yeah, of course, XX Gamer twenty three seventy four is going to do whatever and tell me about all those other tutorials that I don't need right now, but. Mm. The car people do this too, and it's so weird, and their audio is bad, and I, yeah, God bless oh. them. They're in there with their phone trying to record the part in the engine. You need so you to gotta see. Hit. It's right behind this thing that you can't see right now, but it's right there. Yeah, and, and, it's, it's, and, and it's, it's just out of like focus mopped. on something yeah. else. I'm like, <laughs> where is? In, what do I need to hit? And uh, they're uh, always in. They're always recording in like a warehouse. <laughs> like, it's always you know, in 480p. It's, it's yeah. always in 480p. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there'll be like this screw right here. And there'll be like three screws next to each other, but you can't see because it's one yeah. pixel. And then like, it cut after it. I was like, oh, thanks for watching, guys. We got that one cleaned up. It's like you didn't show the thing. <laughs> what do you mean, John's mechanic life? Yes. What are we doing? Do you see? Do you see? I told you. I told you. These are the things you'll agree with me on. I knew you would agree. I'm going to give you another one. (laughs) Okay. okay. This is universal. This is a universal other one. We all experience it. Okay. We all hate them. Okay. Parking is vehicular (laughs) warfare, a zero sum game where the enemy is everyone else with a steering wheel. You get a uh, you see a free spot. You speed towards it. You think you've won life's lottery only to find a motorcycle there lounging like a troll under a bridge, snickering at your life choices. It's as if that spot was set up as a trap, a real life clickbait headline (laughs) that promises enlightenment, but delivers you right back into the seventh circle of hell. If Dante were alive, he would pen an extra inferno just for parking lots. Dude, well, see, here's the Uh thing. I, I find that parking is a lot like most business in that old uh like older models don't leave but the newer models keep getting pumped out and keep um you know joining so there's nowhere for them to go there's nowhere for all of these cars to go dude there's mm-hmm. like because the because sp- like the earth isn't increasing in size and yet we're still manufacturing more cars and not scrapping enough of them if that makes sense i think my least favorite occurrence i i park a lot more grocery stores these days than anywhere else so this is just what came to my mind first right but mm. the cart corrals that are one spot long but are pushed oh. just a little into the other spot when they don't have to be so oh, when you're driving yeah. down you're like oh a spot perfect and then you start to pull in and then you see it and you're like what are we doing and you can't see because every vehicle is so large now that you couldn't yes. even just see it until you're right up on it Oof. Yeah, dude. Gets oh, me. yeah. And, yes. and when people, when people with like Mini Coopers or something, or or smart oh, cars or whatever, them. I hate when they everybody like, with a Mini Cooper. When they park, <laughs> every one of them, and they like slide in between two like Toyota Four Runners, and you yes. just you're like, oh, this busy day, a spot, I got lucky, and then you get there and you're like, oh. yeah, no, and there's some BMW fucking hybrid bullshit fucking mini cooper sitting there and you're just like oh i could have been this could have been something good for me but no you took it away from me mr mini <laughs> i blame mini me friend of the so, yes. he's spider-man in the game like what's up with that yeah yes yeah. Why is he like that? i'm gonna pull from the chat here because um as a reminder we don't often read from chat but we do live stream it so i do pluck something out now and then this is okay. one that's going to be controversial. I think this just might be me and Ian on this one. 
Ian says, okay. I still remember the moment when I first started driving when I realized, hey, I'm going to speed limit, but everyone is passing me. I am mostly an avid uh, speed limit driver, and I know that's controversial because everyone I know it's dangerous. will see yeah. a 55 and go to 70, and I I, I, I think at you the point I'm the supposed traffic, to man. blend with the traffic and speed up, right? But yes. for one, my car is a piece of crap, and once it starts going to 70, it starts getting a little... Yeah. No, in a I way, mean, I don't the... quite have the money to fix, and I start getting a little antsy, right? So I back down, but... Yeah. At the, I, well, I, I go with the flow I'm, of traffic, but dude. I'm with you. Yeah. I like I have an SUV. Um, I have an SUV, and it's kind of boxy, right? Mm. And uh, when I'm driving, like past seventy, it you can feel like the wind just like takes it, you know, right. uh, because it's a, it's basically driving a, a house, like it's basically driving a box, <laughs> and so it's not as yeah. aerodynamic as previous cars that I've that I've owned. Um, yeah, but no, I I agree with you. I actually yeah. I actually like. In the past, like, six or seven years, I want to say, I had been, like, I had started slowing down and being, like, a speed limit driver. I have the opposite problem, mm. to, not to, at the risk of sounding like a contrarian to, to all of these, but, like, Ooh. I started driving really, really fast and, like, immaturely as a, as a um, you know, a teen into my, like, early, maybe into my early 20s. But then as soon as I hit, like, 22, 23, I was like, yeah, this is dangerous. I'm just going to slow down. So, you know, yeah. now my goal when I, I'm driving is that when people are driving with me, they don't notice that I'm driving. So, sorry, Sean, continue. No, I was just going to say, like, if someone's in my car, I will go the speed limit because my... Well, I have driving anxiety if I don't know where I'm going. Um, mm. But if there's someone in my car, I make for sure that I'm always going the speed limit. I always double check everything. Um, but if it's just me, I'm just like, well, I'll get where I need to go. Yeah. And, Dude, well, um, sorry. I had a, uh, mm. I had a 19, the first car I ever got was a 1997, uh, Saturn station wagon. Oh boy. That thing, awful. But there was a wedding I ended up going to in Cincinnati. Um, it was six hour drive from me and no one around me that I knew was going. So I had to drive in my Saturn station wagon. That thing. First of all, it could get it could get to like eighty five, which is terrifying. Mm. But once you, it, why did it get to eighty five? Because I'm stupid. Um, but I was like, I want to see if I can get to ninety. And the moment I started to get like past eighty five, I like felt the entire car say, "No, you're done." Um, <laughs> you're you know, done. You, you know, are done. <laughs> you know that. Uh, you know that. Fairly Odd Parents were like, "It's a screaming metal death trap." I yeah. heard that. I yeah. felt that in that moment. I'm like, well, we're we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Um. And also, the worst worst part about that car is there was no radio, so I had to bring my <laughs> my iPod. I had to bring my iPod, put it in the mm. cup holder, so it could echo. Well, how it was, was it awful. parking? How was it parking that car? Uh, it was actually fine. It was actually like skinny, but it's right. wrong. Right. Good good parker, bad uh bad highway car. Yeah. This uh, reminds me of yeah. the George Carlin skit about how everybody who's driving slower than me is an asshole and everybody who goes past me is a maniac. <laughs> George George Carlin? Yeah. Yes. Car? Car? Car. I'm going to... So I have a third one. I, I, third I one. think maybe this isn't as universal, but boy, okay. it annoys me. All right, I'm okay. ready. Let me feel All the right. hate. Let me feel it. <clears throat> you vacuum your home. You pat yourself on the back, and what's your prize? 
a dust-packed bag or cylinder that decides to reenact Mount St. Helens when you attempt to empty it. It's like your vacuum cleaner is saying, oh, you thought I was designed to make your life easier? That's cute. Cleaning just became the prologue to a more chaotic sequel. Yes, by all means, let's clean so that we can make a bigger mess. I'm going to piggyback off of that and say um, the dryer lint catcher as well, because I always feel the need to wash my hands after emptying that. And I'm like, I didn't come here for like a dirty job. And (laughs) same thing with same thing with the uh, with the vacuum cleaner. I I will. I will be honest that maybe I'm a freak for saying this. I actually find it very relaxing to clean those two things like the empty vacuum cleaner just put it in a bag empty it out and just seeing it all it's just i don't there's something like oddly satisfying about it like yeah i cleaned all that up dude you should advertise on advertise on task rabbit dude vacuum a lot of people's homes you do i was trying to formulate it's like today's gig economy i'm sure there's some openings for specifically that Oh my God! I will oh, come dude. over in your house and be really, really happy. And when then it's done. Sean just and then Sean just pulls up his phone and it has fifteen percent, twenty percent, twenty five percent, and he looks away. Yes, very good. <laughs> Email me the receipt. How? Like, like, why haven't we figured out? I have a a, a pretty nice vacuum um where we're like you pull out the big cylinder you press the bottom and it pops off right and so like you can do a thing where you you can keep it at least away but it doesn't matter dust is going to start flying into the air you're going to see little dust molecules coming out of your trash can unless i wanted to do it outside i'm supposed to just wander outside with a vacuum this makes no sense i also have a little automated vacuum right because like i like my house to be as clean as possible so it goes off once a day and it just kind of keeps up with things and makes it so i don't miss the corners right and it just does its little thing and i call it little piggy because i think that's hilarious and i can say alexa start little piggy and it'll be like me and it'll come out and it'll just do its thing right and it'll clean up all the things and it's wonderful for that but you still have to like grab this stupid little box out of it and deal with cleaning this tiny little box that doesn't actually get clean and you have to yeah. replace the fill i hate well, it i never i always mm. wondered why they never had incinerators and vacuums because I feel like Fire. it would be a lot. Well, no, but I but th- but if they have it like in like a, a um, like think about making like a bomb calorimeter in in chemistry class, right? Like where it's okay. kind of a contained, a contained explosion, right? Like in the in the um canister that's designed to do it, right? If we incinerated the dust, it would simply like emptying ash okay. would take up less volume than okay, emptying dust, which is mostly air. What if you accidentally get a battery? What? What if you accidentally like sweep up a battery? Why would you do that? Just don't. <laughs> or what if you can't see it? What if you actually will just don't? <laughs> just don't. Just don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, then it, then it goes in the incinerator. Who leaves batteries on the floor, Sean? I don't know. Kids. <laughs> well, who who has any of those in, in this economy? Kids? No way. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. You're putting an incinerator inside of a vacuum whenever you're vacuuming stuff. Something's gonna catch on fire. Listen, it's just gonna I'm happen. Just, I'm just saying that I'm going to call the least responsible businessman I know, Elon Musk, and he's going to finance this. Oh, I was kind of hoping you would call me. Like, yeah. you're just like, I'm going to call the least responsible. Call my phone. The least off. responsible businessman I know, the owners of Subway and AT&T. It's just like, it's Speaking of which, next yeah. to our, our sponsors, AT&T and Subway. <laughs> I, I like Subway. I hate AT&T, but that's... Oh, anyway. Oh, man. 
Oh man, dude. But yeah, no, M, I, I agree with you vehemently about emptying the, uh, well, and actually that's the other thing, um, is, uh, just chores that you have to do in perpetuity, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, and now I'm, I'm still, uh, in renting culture, right? I have mm-hmm. not bought, I've not purchased a, a house or a home yet. And, um, it's, it's the type of thing where no matter where you live, if you're renting, there's always going to be a weird smell somewhere sometimes and it's inconsistent and you don't know where it comes from. And no matter how many times you change your dishwasher filter, that was a real life example, or no matter how many candles you light or how many times you scrub your fridge or bleach your bathroom or whatever. Um, there's always going to be some type of like a weird smell and I have to light candles all the time. And it was my last place and the place before every place. It's always a different smell. It's always a different spot. You never know where it's coming from. You never know what it is. Uh, discuss. Uh, and now back to you in the studio. Well, Chris, see, here's what probably happened for you, Nico, is that at some point there was a mouse or a rat and it was given poison and then it crawled into your walls and died. Mm. Classic. That sounds plausible. Plausible. For that sure. happened. That's like a, one of the number one reasons why people say their houses smell is they've tried to kill a rat. Mm hmm. Well, I've never, I don't, I've never tried. It just probably well, just happened. Well, you've succeeded, yeah. right. We, we so you succeeded <laughs> yeah, you've in killing the rat. <laughs> yeah, you've Dude, done I'm it. like, I'm like the opposite of the Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. Where I just Go like, on. Well, the Pied Piper leads rats to rags and riches, right? But like. So you don't beat, sweet them in your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they come in there like. Yeah. And then they just get, and then they, and then they get swept up into the incinerator vacuum. And you frost their chips. Yeah. Yeah, and their their tips get frosted, and they start wearing jewelry and everything, and they just down a bad, a bad, bad road. That's just that's just Biggie Cheese, or what's his name? It's Biggie Cheese. Biggie Cheese. Biggie Cheese. You say my favorite the mom. Don't get me started on Biggie Cheese right now, please. Chris, you got some juicy Biggie Cheese lore for us? I don't have to wait for another day. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe on the Patreon. Yeah, on the renting situation. Not one I've personally had to deal with, but many people I know have had to deal with. When something breaks, again, you don't, you just don't get warned about this kind of thing generally, right? But when something breaks and you have to talk to the landlord or the owner to say, hey, there's a hole in my roof. Please help. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, um, how bad is it? And they come look and they determine that it, it actually it doesn't need fixed. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's yeah. okay enough for the hole in the yep. roof to be there. Because uh, that is happening to my partner at their place. And I'm just like, how do you not just fix the hole in the roof? Like, yeah. even if you don't like the tenant or something, how do you then sell that to the next person if they move out? Right. It's like, oh, well, we determined it's fine enough. It's like it, you can't yeah. fix it yourself. Right. You shouldn't have to either way. So I'm just like, what is what? Yeah. Well, and then it sucks what? because you you could break your lease if you have a third party come in and do it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's wins other than the person leasing it. So landlords, like no, nobody, the landlord for two more years. Before we go on to our Patreon question, I do have one last thing that nobody told me would suck so bad now. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. Oh, yes. Hmm. Right next to Biggie Cheese in my wheelhouse of knowledge. It it used to be so good. What happened? Um, well, well, no, I, I will start. 
I'm gonna uh, step up. I'm gonna Sonic sh- had a rough transition to 3D. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm gonna let me say, tell you. From so I know very little about um, the Sonic lore. Uh, we're gonna do it seriously. All right. Well, the tidbits. Oh, the tidbits. Yeah. Well, no, I, I just it. need to. I just need to. Um, uh, yes. The, okay. the tidbits that I know, right? And this is um, mm-hmm. this is DMD level where an NPC like sort of knows about something or sort of heard about <laughs> something, right? Okay. You're to start um, asking for bananas and saying thank you so much. That kind yeah, of NPC. Well, this is um. No. This is the the uh-huh. Billy Horse level of anecdotal <laughs> storylines, right? Okay. Um, call back the Billy Horse. Uh, but, oh, that thing, yeah. But basically, right? Like, <laughs> from what I understand, they had Sonic, and he was, you know, all right. He was there. Um, he was a competitor to Mario, and a direct answer to Mario. And then they he was gave, like their third direct answer after what Flicky and Alex Kid. Right, but then they gave Shadow a gun. And it was like, that's the point at immediately, which... <laughs> just immediately. They introduced Sonic and then they were like, Shadow, right. you gotta go. Right, and that, and that to me seems like they skipped a, a very crucial gradual ramp up to gun. Somebody needed a sword, is that what you're suggesting? Well, yeah, I, maybe some later. type of a, I mean, well, what are some, we'll start with a, a maybe start with a club, a stick even, a, a bow staff, right? You start uh, with a bow staff, right? Sonic and then move up to like... Sonic and Tomba. Sonic and Tomba. God, I, Nico, I want to know what you think about Jack and Daxter to Jack Two. Well, I feel like those <laughs> games didn't need to exist. Um, that's my take on that. <laughs> Just in we general. Already, well, we already have a nut, like, so. Look, we got Spyro, right? Uh-huh. We got Crash Bandicoot. Uh huh. Um, I would argue you could get rid of Spyro. Well, no, no, but no. hear me out though. You can get rid of Jack and Daxter because we already have um, guy with ears and companion. Yeah, you, you know, oh, Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. But all right. But they're they're not the same at all. <laughs> no, no, they're they're identical. Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank. They're I'm the same going. Game. To, they both I mean, have, they might. They have, both have both two people. Well, no, no. But my point is that you can okay. get the you can get the like looting aspect of it from games like a Banjo Kazooie or like uh like the collectathon aspect of it like Banjo Kazooie and okay. uh what was the other one I said Spyro. And then no, no, we we've already said Spyro doesn't exist. Well, yeah, well it's gone. Uh, in this one it does because he's a purple dragon and he's not <laughs> a, a guy with ears oh, and, God. and a Do little think, guy. Oh man, I I have something for the post show now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm not so, putting this on a recording. So Jack and Daxter, <laughs> but I did do have not, a question. Jack and Daxter didn't need yeah. to exist. No, I've never played it. This is all a, a, a joke. I promise. Um, I. I need a yeah, logo mock-up of guy with long ears and companion on the Jack and Dexter box art. <laughs> guy Nico, with long Nico. ears and companion. Nico, I want <laughs> you to know it's that so you, good. you this call- should be our game. I, this is our game. <laughs> if we as Crub make a game, we're going to make guy with long ears ampersand companion. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, Nico, I want you to know that I am internally screaming the moment you said loot game with Banjo-Kazooie. Just well, don't you bad. Collect, don't you collect jiggies? That's, that's like that's loot, not- in a way, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, it's just like Destiny too. Yeah, but isn't that congruent? There's shooter elements, right? Isn't that congruent yeah. to okay. the eggs and isn't that congruent to the eggs? No, the eggs Daxter? are ammo. What? It's basically okay. The well, same then, that's, then, it right, then it is Ratchet and Clank. Then it is Ratchet and Clank in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's god, a yeah. it's a looter oh shooter. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to a shooter. Right. Yeah. What's the question? What's the Patreon question? 
First What's off, the Patreon, Patreon question? question of the week? First off, yes. Nico, we should do that Sonic episode you talked about before we started the podcast. I'll bring in my friend David, and we can do the efficacy of being a Sonic fan, and I will yeah. give you everything you are needing. Our Patreon oh, dude, question I'm of so the week. I'm so interested. Uh, yeah. You can submit. Yes, our Patreon, Patreon question of the week. What is it? Our oh, Patreon question of the week, which you can submit <laughs> by going to patreon.com slash crub and going to the founder role, $5 a month. One of your perks is submitting a question. This week's comes from, in chat currently, Chef Kilo, who asks a simple but deathful question. Okay. Who would win the Crub Battle Royale? Eight of us jump out of a plane, land near the tomato <laughs> patch? I don't remember. Four yeah, 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 tomato patch. Win? Tomato patch. Mm-hmm. Discuss. Are we mm. given weapons? All right, so mm. obviously, um, mm. because they're not here, Bolt and Brody and Trav and... The other one. Justin, they all die immediately well, in the hot drop. Well, no, hear me out here. Trav would not okay. know that it was going on. He would survive to second last. We'd have to find him. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just happened yeah, that to be in sense. the ring closing the whole thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, still, Sean, he's still in the plane yeah. at the last second, so he gets knocked out being <laughs> AFK. Yeah. Right. And he just right. lands. All right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. And Sean would show up um, on a on a 12-hour lag. Right, so yeah. Sean's on I would the show map. when it's already done. <laughs> yeah, so you would also so Sean and Trav it's between second to last for me, um, just because of the the time difference. Sean exists in a different time zone in life, um, yeah, and much. Trav exists on a different plane of just of uh, of mental state. Trav just is, is ascended. True. Um, okay. Yeah. So I think Kevin would be cunning. He would come down to number three only because he would, I think, trick people um, into an alliance. Okay, so if Kevin is number three. Yeah. Okay. That's no. you, this is your list. Right. Well, the number three, sir. Number three, number four, technically, um, because it'd be my number one, who I will list in a minute, uh, followed okay. by number two, Trav. Number three, Sean. Number four, Kevin. Um, number five. Um, is Chris because uh, once because you would have the smarts to team up with Kevin. Um, and you would betray him, right? But you would you would um, uh, take his friendship seriously when it was just a ruse this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, Understood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you fell victim to one of the classic blunders. Um, followed by um, Brody would be eliminated uh, second because he's Brody, and um, he and I so are. So he's in seventh place. Well, he and I are very similar. Yeah. From the but heart rate. you've skipped sixth place. No, I didn't. That was Chris. Chris is in fifth place. Yeah. What? No, no, no. I didn't list you number keep one. Keep track yet. of your own list, Nico. I didn't list so number, number one. Number two yet. is Trav. Number three is Sean. Mm-hmm. Number four is Kevin. Number five, five is Chris. Chris. Number seven is Brody. Yeah, he's number Who six. Who am I missing? Number six is no, number just six. Brody and your you're oh, missing Justin. yourself. Right. No, Justin would come. Just Justin is six. Uh, Justin. No, just swap Justin and Chris. Sorry, Chris. You guys would all be in the posse. <laughs> you guys would all be in the posse with Kevin, and then in the style of uh, Hunger Games Simulator, he would turn on both of you. Um, followed mm, by yeah. Brody, uh, and then followed by me. I would be the first eliminated immediately. No questions asked. Um, just it, it. I know who I am. I know my worth. I know. I know what I got. Uh, no low balls. Okay. I know what I got. But uh, but yeah. So I'm I'm last now. Number one, for those of you keeping track at home, is a one, no one has. is a one Moriarty <laughs> himself because um, for those of you who don't know, Moriarty is actually gaseous, and he has the power to apparate 
And so he would. So you're here's like a how I'm. Vampire. <laughs> well, well. So no, you're just you're a gas, right? You'd be able to like, you'd be able to just like inhabit gas, inhabit bodies. And he's also a changeling, a shapeshifter, and he ascend. That, that, he descends from heaven in this um, in his entrance in this this cinema that this I've, that I've like created. This doesn't sound like a fair fight. I will say yeah, that, in my head. Well, well, no, no, no. We all have equal access to to weapons and resources and everything like that. So I can it's become a gaseous state. I can well, become no, no, a shapeshifter. No, no, no. No, Moriarty's gaseous. That's what I'm saying. I think he's got a bit of an advantage here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, turn into a a gaseous being yourself, right? You need to be a smoke monster like me. Yeah, right. And an amorphous smoke monster. Sean's third eye under his chin would also help him in this case as well. Yeah, because I can look down. Yeah, Chris hasn't. Chris hasn't. Chris hasn't bought the loot boxes yet in this game, so that he, so he doesn't have the the resources, the powers okay. just yet to to apparate or to turn into um a, a smoke a smoke apparition or whatever I said. I didn't buy um, the battle pass. I got you. Yeah, you didn't oh. buy the battle pass. So Moriarty sounds, bought the battle pass, and he's. It um, sounds definitive to me. I think that that's that's clearly the way it would go. Yeah. Anybody, anybody have anything else on that? Please, please, somebody say no, something. No, I, I think you, you laid it out pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, I would kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's also yeah. true. That's also true. Sean is, Sean has a power level that we have yet to see. We be in the world. Mm. Yeah. Um, because he's a lot like shaggy in that he only uses <laughs> one or 2% of it at, the, at any given time. Um, so the, God. but, but Sean, you're also too good of a guy. You want yeah, a fair fight. Problem. You want a fair fight, you wouldn't come in and use a hundred percent of your power because yeah, that's why I that came would, in late. That would not only decimate you, your family, and everyone who's come before and after you, but it would also decimate the entire timeline of the world. So it's like a real Falcon yeah. punch. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that uh did you know that Captain Falcon's a Christian and that's where he gets his power from? <laughs> from God. Oh, is he is he in uh is he in um oh, the no, killers? Is he in the killers? <laughs> God, oh, the killers. They're they're not. <laughs> oh, they're Mormon. They're, they're Mormon. Told, but, but no, Mormon. uh, no. Hard Hard Drive made a made a article that uh, that Captain Falcon gets his powers not from anything else outside of just being a big time Christian. Uh-oh. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, Chris, Chris had to. Moriarty is encompassing Chris. Do you see? I've become <laughs> a gaseous <laughs> being. Thank you, Chef Kilo, oh. for the question. Thank you, yes. everyone, yeah. for listening this week. And um, thank you for being here with me, Nico, Moriarty, Sean. Uh, anything you want to plug? Or are we good to get out of here? Let's get thank out of here. Thank you for being here with me. Yeah. I appreciate all right. you all, and I would fight for you, or maybe fight you, depending on what you want. And I'm not a fighter. I would just come in last. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. 